Hello? Check. Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. This is the worst case scenario, and I'm your host, the foul mouth jerk, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, Elon Muscular, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Dime Store Crime Lord, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Van Luftballons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, with me, as usual, is the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, aka Forrest Gums, Truth Willis. Infidel Castro, and many other alii. Um, yeah, welcome, Worstronauts. Here we are, and here it goes. R.I.P. Tina Turner, right? I know, it's sad. I found out late on that one. Uh, I didn't know she lived in Switzerland. I thought that was pretty cool. She lives by a lake in, like, she's got a palatial mansion by a lake in Switzerland. She was like, you know what, America? Fuck you. You know, I don't need that shit. Yeah, like, who does? Also, like, when you think about, like, like, I think people of our generation remember her from the 80s, but it's like, nah, but she, like, she grew up, like, civil rights era black in America. Like, uh, if you got money after that, why would you not just go, like, where you can't find me? I'm not, I, I have no idea what the... You know, like, say, racial climate in, in Switzerland is like? I think if you're rich, everything's good. But, like, you can't find me seems good if you lived through yeah. that shit. It's it's funny, though. Like, I'm just, I've, Tina Turner's great. I think she's wonderful. I've just never been... I've never bought a Tina Turner album. I don't have a Tina Turner t-shirt. I'm not a fan. Like, no, I, don't, I don't stand Tina Turner. I think she's... Everything about her is wonderful. But yeah. the only thing I know about her is, like, of course, the 80s songs, like, which would be... Freaking, um, what's love got to do with what's it? love got to do with it simply the best are the two that i think of first both great songs and also this not my cup of tea simply the best i i heard it a couple days ago after she died listen to it i was like that was a weird era of music all right but you know they're like, like but what's, what can we make that be great for the dentist office but the lyrics on what's love got to do with it have you ever really listened to them um, no, not, I don't remember. You oh, should read we don't need another time. hero. That's the other. One. We don't yeah, need another a, hero. Which a is the Mad Max theme. But we do it's need not the greatest hero. song, but I will tell you this: her role. First of all, Thunderdome is not a great movie, even by Mad Max standards. I do not remember it at all. But she, her character in it, in how she plays it, is tremendous. Uh she basically just keeps calling Mad Max Raggedy Man. Man. And I'm like, blood, we've been post-apocalypse for like 15 years now. Yeah, everybody Raggedy Man. If you keep getting singled out as Raggedy Man, you're you're a fucking loser, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Look at this motherfucker can't even clean his ripped up Raggedy Pants. Other Raggedy Pants at least clean. Yo, like, yeah, I just love that she keeps calling him Raggedy Man. Like, yo, you keep getting singled out. It's like being in, like, in middle school. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you're getting singled out right now. Um, But no, um, fucking, not, we don't need the hero. Fucking, uh, the original, what's love got to do with it? Uh, Yo, the lyrics on that are, like, horrifying. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's, you know, I think it's obviously about, and and that is a very 80s thing to, like, make a pop song about domestic violence and how you feel after the fact. Yeah. But, yo, there's some bars in there where it's just, and I'm not even going to discredit the song by trying to, like, go ahead and quote it because I would just misquote it. But, um, yeah, if you're interested, go back and look at that. It's it's a really it's it's deep in a way that like it's it's kind of effortlessly deep. You know, you know what I mean? And uh, and it's about some really scary shit. Yeah, I remember the movie. 
you know, that about her life. And Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett and fucking Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Oof. And like, I just don't. It's out of me. The only parts of her career, like her early career, that I even know about, mm-hmm. are basically um, Proud Mary, which you know, again, dope yeah, and, fucking um, song, dude. And then um, what's the other? one? And I think I theirs is a cover, right? Aren't they? And then she was in Tommy, you know, like in the sixties or like, you know seventies. In She's, the what? In the movie version yeah, or the play? No, in the or? yeah, in I want to say on the album itself, but like and on the like the, the who Tommy? Yeah, she's the Acid Queen. She plays like her character is the Acid Queen, and Didn't they t- they take her to all. there. She's a prostitute, and she gives him a bunch of acid, and hopefully that's gonna make him wake up from his blind, deaf, and dumbness. But it doesn't. I I, I do not think that LSD can cure uh, blind. And she comes dumbness. out and sings something. But I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I mean. That's just like, it's like, okay, then at the same week as this, mm-hmm. they just put out this, and I'm a huge Donna Summer fan. I love Donna Summer. I go on for Wait, wait, days. you're like, you're you're lukewarm on Tina Turner, but no, you're I just don't super know. hot. I don't on. know a bunch about, like, there, are, there aren't Tina Turner songs that I play. How many Donna Summer songs do you know? I, okay. Uh, she Works Hard for the Money. Not That's a great one. Hot, hot stuff. Looking for some hot stuff. None of those matter. What uh, matters is um do 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 when they when she invented EDM was you know her and Giorgio Moroder do 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 um okay yeah what is right. I feel love I feel love also I feel love, love I feel love is love child Donna Summer or or um Diana Ross. Diana Ross okay I feel love that's her big one is the one where she fucking I feel love is a dope song the orgasm. Like her first big hit, I think. Uh-huh. I think it's it's not. I feel love. Love to love you. Love to love you, baby. That's a well, that's just, a really good song. Well, apparently, when they first made that, okay, Casablanca, the guy that, at the record label, mm-hmm. put it on at a party, and everybody they, they put it out and it flopped. He kept trying to push it. He put it on at a party at his house, mm-hmm. and everybody kept being like, "Play that shit again." And he was like, "It's too short. That's the problem. Three minutes. No, this song." And he calls Italy. He's like, "Yo, Giorgio," or calls you know Germany. He's like, "Giorgio." Mm-hmm. 20 minutes he's like what he's like 20 minutes and for a like, single song he's like well i want to get paid for what i got paid per minute for the first one and he's like okay so they make a 20 minute version and that becomes like the beginning oh, wait, of love of, to love you baby yeah and that becomes and, and where she just like moans for like five minutes over it where half it's like an or she just like ah, ah, and like has an orgasm on the tape don't imitate donna summer but, and then an orgasm that's never gonna work but like then that's that's the only one. Basically, she had like fifteen hits, and this is a girl that like no, like, she had a lot of shit. Poor, poor family. She went leaves 70s America, the 80s, leaves yeah. America, and goes to Germany, and she's in Berlin, being a poor artist in like this Berlin art scene of the sixties. She's in hair, like that's her break. You know, she gets Donna in. Donna Summer was in hair. She gets in hair, and she's that. singing that in German. Learns German in like three years living there, and then meets mm. Giorgio Moroder, starts making music over there, and becomes like this low grade German pop star. But then becomes German pop star. Tries to break America, doesn't, and then does for fucking 12 years, you know, 15 to 20 hits in a row. You know, works hard for the money, so we don't think, like, that's at the end of her career. She's no, like, that's like another number one. Quite. Another number one. And at, in the 80s. It's quite near the end, yeah. During sure. the whole, like. If it's not the last, it's close to it. Yeah. Bad girls talking about bad girls. Yeah. You don't even know, like. Honestly, she, you keep naming them, and, like, I couldn't and run the, them off the top of my head, but and, you're, you're absolutely correct. And people call her the queen of disco. It's a weird thing. Yeah. You look at the numbers. I, I she was making. But it wasn't disco. Giorgio Moroder and her were making music. They just made music. And then it became disco. Like, it wasn't right, disco when she made it. It was, here's some new music we just thought of. Right. But that's. They invented a genre, that's, basically. Right. But that's, like, how hip-hop is Mm -hmm. like any totally any genre really isn't a thing until the next thing like you know like okay like you your elder sibling is not like your big brother or your big sister until you're born yeah you know what i mean i don't know if that makes sense but like you you, you're not a brother or a sister until you have a yeah. Until you have a younger sibling, right? no, just that, that, kind of that they call her the queen is something that she actually predates. You know, like the idea of that of like, she's like, no, nah, I'm bigger than that shit. That ain't even me. I'm over here doing pop now, and right? I'm- but it, but it's kind of like, all right. So how I've had this discussion with a lot of graffiti writers, right? Like when people talk about. Like, oh, the four elements of hip-hop, which is like, a, it's a corny conversation to have anyway. But, it, but you know, people include, like, it, there's graffiti, DJing, b-boying, and rapping, and, you know, all that shit. And then, like, a lot of graffiti writers, though, 
are like metalheads or punkers yep. or into other shit. Yep. And graffiti predates b-boying yep. djing or any of that shit and so they're DJing like predates oh, hip-hop you know this right and they, they're like this isn't it's not part of hip-hop and my whole thing is like no it's just hip-hop's eldest brother it's not uniquely hip-hop it's like it's basically like what i usually the example i usually make is like no it's like an egg you can eat eggs for breakfast but that doesn't mean that an egg like if you need to bake a cake you need it you have to put an egg in it yeah but you can have cake for breakfast pancake right <laughs> well done um but you get what i'm saying like uh just because eggs stand alone and graffiti does stand alone yeah but it doesn't mean that it's not an ingredient in a cake i got you know an, what i mean i got an argument so. on youtube a couple days ago there's this thing called mpc gate going on and a bunch of producers are taking sides for or against NPCs right now because of whatever and I mentioned something about producers and this guy got on there and was like yo man producers ain't even part of the first four elements I was like first off cat fuck you that was 40 years ago you you old I'm old too it's cool it's fine it's part of DJ asshole like just let it yeah, let, it, let it rise if it's well, all the, producers well, all the weren't best there in the very beginning because there was no producing the only way to produce back then was DJing because mm -hmm. that's the only way to, to there were no beat machines yet well, there right, was no production so like it didn't that's get whole, put in there how the whole thing got created and it's yeah. like I'm not gonna act like fashion's not a part of hip hop too but it might not be a fucking element you know but it's also but, who's defining that kind of bullshit and, that's and also if you are a person that wants to have that conversation you are probably way too corny for me to fucking talk to no a bunch of people i didn't even respond to that i don't i don't fight on youtube because i'm trying to get the subscribers no this is a so story about fight. how you were fighting with someone on youtube no 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 he fought with me i said a comment <laughs> and then he he tried to fight you and, do understand how a fight works right <laughs> yeah so if you say the sky is blue and then somebody else says hey fuck you and you don't say anything, mm -hmm. you weren't arguing. You just made a statement. Someone else had an argument. If you get on there and you'd be like, no, fuck you. Now Wait, you're arguing. So you did or you didn't say something nope. back to him? Nope. I don't I don't respond. I, I, okay. I, I gave a thumbs up to his comment actually. That's what I do. I'm like, good job. You typed. That's an interesting take. Because a comment on my comment makes my comment more popular. But Oh, and then you just added to it. And then okay, other people, you know. other people got on there and were like, the fuck are you talking about? You you saying that like, okay, if I'm listening to a Nas album. The rap, mm -hmm. that's part of hip-hop, but mm -hmm. the beats ain't, right? That what you say in band, beats, it's like Illmatic, none of them beats are hip-hop, you know? And then somebody got on there right. like, well, technically Q-Tip made some of those beats, and since he raps, and everybody, it was just, I love that. Wait, that was supporting or contradicting? The first one was supporting, and the second one was just fucking around. Like, I think that's the thing about a YouTube argument, is once two people argue, somebody else comes in, they're like, I can make a joke right here. Yeah, it's a circle of idiots. And then somebody else is right. like, Ron Paul, 2012! No, that's a bummer. That still happens on YouTube. That's like a joke from... I will say this, though. A decade um, ago. And I don't want to be a part of your YouTube argument. Uh, but what I will say is... If I'm not mistaken... Now, I don't know LES's history, but every other producer on Illmatic is and was a DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and... It's a weird argument for anyone to bring up as far as like hip hop in particular as a musical creation is concerned to be like, well, production isn't a part of it because the way that hip hop is produced and like sampling and all those things are just an outgrowth of the way that Herc first mm. came up with the idea of like, hey, I'm going to keep looping back and spinning the break yeah so like that's where even when you play shit live or whatever you have short like two to four two two to four bar loops that whether you're playing them live sampling them or recreating them or whatever it still all stems out of the original idea of looping the break yeah so that's that's a weird argument to make at all. Yeah, no, it's it's out of beat making is out of <coughs> DJ culture completely in in the idea. But there are many people nowadays making incredible beats that have never seen a turntable and never will, you know, or never touch one. And it, you know, absolutely you know, true. But but there is something 
to be said for like like there's a reason like what I was saying about like how like pretty much all the producers on Illmatic were DJs and that yeah like some of there's a reason why usually the best producers were DJs at one time or you know, usually they don't, they don't put that down. Yeah. Does that make, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing of like where hip hop isn't this, you know, it's not just, there, there, there's so many things that led to the creation of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like it was, you can't just say like, well, there's some dudes in New York and they did this, you know, cause like a thousand things led the same with like any like Brit fucking the synth, synth wave of eighties and Brit in, in England. Mm -hmm. Like that, I'll bring it back. Donna Summer, that one song when mm -hmm. I Feel Love came out, Mm -hmm. That was the first time someone had made the drums were made with a synthesizer, you know, like okay. the hi hats were mm -hmm. a, a noise that Giorgio figured out how to make with a Moog, mm -hmm. and then he figured out how. You to are like, so in love with Giorgio Moroder, dude. I, I am. He, he he wrote. I'm not mad at you for Danger that. Zone, and actually, his Lamborghini his Lamborghini mechanic wrote the words to Danger Zone when he was fixing his Lamborghini one day while George what? was writing the song. What? Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Wait, like a Top Gun thing? I'm going to take you right into... Yeah, yeah. Top Gun. Yeah, Giorgio Moroder wrote everything. Really? He wrote the theme to the, the never-ending story. Like, he wrote everything. He wrote our childhood. None we of didn't that sounds synthy or tech at all. Also, mm -hmm. how did... Listen to it again. It, it's straight up all synth. I mean, well, that's what he... He's a synth guy. Now, the, right, the Kenny Loggins one, they added, they added some guitar, but listen to dun, it again. Dun, it's all synth. Synth bass. Then they added some guitar. Kenny Loggins apparently was was bored that his whole set was ballads and he wanted to have one upbeat number and none of his songs were upbeat and so the label was like we got this one song that Giorgio's Lamborghini mechanic wrote you want to check it out his Lamborghini mechanic wrote it so Giorgio didn't even write that it the was music like, he wrote the music other dude wrote the lyrics it does feel like good though and really fitting because and I'm making a leap of faith here but it feels like your Lamborghini mechanic in the 80s was definitely skied off his oh, fucking sure. nostrils. So, like, to write Danger Zone, the theme to the Tooth Clops as a fighter pilot, I'm going it feels so right. To, right now, I feel comfortable just thinking about what that. Is the, one of the, I, I know all the words of Danger Zone. I'm trying to remember the order, but, like, you never you never get to know... And it's, uh, what you, you never introduce to you until you put it on a red light overload. Wow. I think it's one of the lines. Basically, the whole song is just like, but he's, but it's I like, I gotta go real fast. Never introduced to you, to you red light and the saloon. Yeah, like, definitely. You never get introduced to you until you put it on a red light overload. But also, like, Loggins had something thing? like four or five of the biggest soundtrack movie 80 hits. Footloose. He had, you know, he had Footloose, at the Top end of, Gun, no, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. I'm trying to remember the song. It's at the, the end top. of Caddyshack when the little gopher is doing the dance. Yeah, fucking um. Oh, if you hadn't just said it, I would have remembered it. Have you seen the um, movie about the um? They got. I think it's Robert Zemeckis. It's whoever made all those movies, Caddyshack. But there's mm -hmm. like a scene where he's like goes to the producer's house. Um, alright. And he like smashing me. the fake gopher against the guy's door, like. This is not gonna be in my movie. <laughs> like, I don't think it's don't, Zemeckis. It's whoever it is, he does Zemeckis not, did Gremlins because not like, Zemeckis. It's the guy that did a bunch of cocaine and then made um. There's there's a whole scene in the movie where Chevy Chase is at his house uh -huh. and he like they're they're having a buffet. And Chevy right. like come he's got a little plate full of food and he comes to the big bowl of cocaine mm. and just flicks the food off his plate and <laughs> behind him into the into the crowd and fills mm. his plate with cocaine. Then they're at the guy's funeral that dies and everybody's crying. They're like, why couldn't it have been Chevy? <laughs> He's, whoever Nobody started National Lampoon, whoever Chase. made National Lampoon, there's a movie about him and it's fucking hilarious. And apparently they got Joel. No, I've, I've seen that movie. They hired Joel McHale to play Chevy Chase because yeah. they knew that Chevy Chase hates the shit out of Joel McHale. Yeah. And Joel yeah. McHale hates Chevy. So they were like, mm. let's get him. Who doesn't dislike Chevy Chase? I don't don't get that. me wrong. Like his, his like quintessential like seminal material is really good but every time i've seen him like interviewed or just like when you see the real person of him yeah. you're like this guy fucking sucks, sucks. bro the, um 
the fact that community like Dan Harmon was like no nah, I can't work with that guy like Dan Harmon works with my buggers they don't care he's like if it's funny let's get the fucking video made you know but this yeah. one he was like nah I'm not oh I'm not wait I forgot Joel McHale and Chevy Chase yeah they were on a show together, together. And, they, and he got kicked yes. off for being a dick yeah and saying he's... racist stuff apparently but nobody would say what he said they were more like yeah, it's not it's, that he's racist it's that he doesn't understand things and they're like right oh, it's yo you as i was actually having a discussion with uh one of my coworkers today about how like if you grew up in the 80s those of us who grew up in the 80s are only like now learning step by step like everything that we were taught not just like the fuck shit but like things we were taught was like this is how you say stuff or like yeah. things you learned in social studies yeah. in school yeah. you call or, him a sissy because it'll make him work harder super yeah. wrong like yeah. everything we were taught was oh, yeah. wrong like Eskimo not cool and they were never cool with that and you were a white person in the 80s that was like well in, in Alaska they have Eskimos and you're like yo I learned that in social studies blood like yeah. <laughs> they're not they're, they're not in you it no, they and they're not cool with everything that you say, and uh, and it's not just racial shit. It's like gender shit, like any of it. Oh everything God. that we were specifically taught. If like if you're Generation X, and you were in like elementary school, middle school, or high school in the '80s, nothing you were taught is okay, yeah. and it doesn't excuse our behavior. But we're all kind of finding out about it step by step. Yeah. And like, I was at work the other night and uh, I had customers being like, nah, nothing's okay. You can't say anything anymore. And I was like, yeah, like Eskimo. And they were like, what? <laughs> and I watched them like, find out in that moment. <laughs> the funny thing, I'll bring up YouTube again, but like, there's this thing on YouTube, the commenter community, which I don't understand at all, but millions of people watch each other where there's just a video game playing mm -hmm. and straight up it's the footage from you playing a video game like mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. and then you just talk over it and they're like so I saw this video by Kira she's a bitch and that, this is a thing okay mm -hmm. it went on for years people just talking pretty much like a podcast by yourself that's only 15 minutes mm -hmm. and it's on the, it's a video with it all right. these kids watch them. It's it's the weird thing about it is it kind of seems like, hi, I'm the popular girl from your school. Since you're all going to watch this, I'm going to tell you how to think this week. Here's who we like and don't like. That's kind of what it seems like, but it's not that, but it seems like that. Wait, so the narration does or does not have to do with the video game? Never. No, the video game's just there. The whole point it, is it to like water lure, lure yeah. you in with the video game and then talk yeah. about... Or that you need video for YouTube, so you can't just have talking. And even it, though like, it's really need, just the talking. But then they will... But put, you need Jesus. Yeah, kind but of every shit. now and then they will put up pictures of things they're talking about but eventually this thing got boring and they all started talking about each other and then this is where the pc thing came in that i hear for years people are like you can't say nothing i'm like i say shit all the time and i just i just keep saying it but it's because i'm not broadcasting it like that like honestly mm, you're if, literally talking on a podcast if, right now. if we were to put this podcast on youtube mm -hmm. and we did it for over a year mm -hmm. somebody would would go through it every single one of them and be like here they would it'd be like the worst case content nuke is what they call it. they call them content nukes Ooh. and it'll be like a person's name and the content nuke they're like we went through 500 hours and we found them every time they said retarded or the n-word we're gonna play all of, of them back to back of right all, now we don't say the n-word no but show. people we on our show retarded in the past yeah, that we didn't all the people that have said the n-word on this show are black or topper i was and gonna say there's another one but, you know but he, he was having a face and it's that face is over and we didn't luckily put that on the internet as much those were not archived in the he, same way he was a white man from oakland that's all i want to say uh but also uh not on the podcast they would have to go back to when we we're a radio show to find that topper's like really never been on the podcast but and that he not, was on the uh what in on, this in this commentary word there are a lot of white people who during a certain oh. time of their life were comfortable enough with the amount of black people they were with that, that they, they would say they it say that but then yeah. when you're saying it on your podcast it's and they cut it out to just you saying it yeah and it, your friends it, don't like you no more yeah well also what i would say is even those two particular terms separate and apart this show is definitely pregnant even just if we're just including you you and i like you and me like uh um, i got some accents i probably shouldn't uh, use here and there no we're pregnant i just i feel like would you call it content nuking well you would have to 
a content nuke would be when someone goes through all your content, takes yeah. out all the worst parts out of context, and in, just drops yeah. them in a row. I like, feel here's like, this guy being an awful for a half hour. I feel like we're pregnant. This show is pregnant for content nuking. Um, but what I will also say is that was the intention yeah. of the title of the show. Like, the worst case scenario. Like, yo, do you want to listen to a show full of terrible people? Which, at the time... There was like five or six of us. But it's more than that. There was a wave as PC started to rise more mm-hmm. of like, I'd say Doug Stanhope's a great example early, you know, yeah. old Doug Stanhope. Cause he's, right. a, he's, a, he's a great example for this reason where like, as PC started to take hold, the like the art of the degenerate kind mm-hmm. of jumped up. And it was like, right. hey, I yeah. watch the worst kind of porn. Want to hear some jokes about the worst kind of porn and some butt stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But Doug Stanhope don't do that no more. He even himself was like, as he became more famous with the whole world, and that's the thing. A lot of these people that start the YouTube channel, they've got 50 to 100 guys watching. Mm-hmm. They can say retard. That's what that's funny to them. And I'm not saying it in a way I'm using it. I'm only using it as an example I, here. I, I think the I am crowd is... I think our crowd is They could is chop that out and do a nuke. I think our 12 listeners are intelligent enough the to word. So the, um, the, So then... Oh, that's tougher. I was talking about. Just, yeah, uh, but then it gets yeah, big when, when they when yeah. they hit mainstream mm-hmm. and everybody's listening. Right. That's when you can catch these people that will. They have just to correct whoosh, themselves, and then yeah. they have to autocorrect. And Stanhope doesn't do the like. I'm gonna make fun of that China wrestler anymore because he, he's like, well, she died and it's sad, so I'm not gonna talk about her porn movie anymore. Because right, but also that was a big piece of his material. I don't for know a while. if you've seen and him girlfriend. live recently. A little bit. I mean, on video. I've seen him live something like four or five times. I've seen him live more than any other uh, comedian. I've seen a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually delighted because, like, because that's what art does. Like, art, you know, and I hate to quote the cliche, life. but I will. And I've, I've, I've said it multiple times in the show. It's like, art is process. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like... And I will only say this about Stanhope in particular. Uh, I'm sure other people this is true of, but he evolves with the times. And I don't get the impression that he's like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble, so I'm going to stop saying that. It's like he actually is constantly inundating himself with information because he clearly yeah like i like i always say he's a reader i I can smell my own like this he is inning inundating himself with information in a way where he's constantly evolving you know what i mean so i don't get the impression that he's like oh i'm gonna stop saying that because it's not cool he found new shit funny right he finds right and and that was part of the last time i saw him like now i got jokes about vegans post post pandemic they fart he had just a really funny bit about how because if anyone should have been like you know canceled quote unquote with cancel culture probably it's him anybody involved in the man show he just said yeah but any of them he made it his business to say some of the worst shit possible um but his whole thing about com- and you know how it's like a thing now with comedians complaining about cancel culture like yeah. oh you can't say anything anymore and uh, he- and I'm going to paraphrase here and I'm not going to do the bit because I would never do it justice but the point of the bit was he was like yo comedians complaining about cancel culture is just he's like yo all the comedians he's like anyone who's a comedian wants to be paid attention to so bad and what being canceled is is like oh they're finally paying attention to me for throwing my tantrum and he's like don't let any of them fool you that's what they wanted the whole time yeah you know and i was like damn that's a like it's kind of a hot take but it's also like oh yeah totally yeah you know what i mean and uh so he's like yeah if you're not like moving and evolving then what the fuck are you doing you know and if you're throwing a tantrum about finally getting paid attention to for throwing the tantrum then you're fucking full of shit yeah you know so uh it was it was 
a really impressive uh, set to watch. Uh, also, I I would mention he said he started smoking weed and eating edibles. Yeah, which yeah, no, definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, I'm like, hmm, I need to get there. Over the pandemic, I did kind of like smoke and eat edibles a little bit, uh, but somehow it got away from me again. Yeah. I think it's easier when you have like a budget, so you don't have to like you know. There was shit. you can just lounge and there, all day. Yeah, there was Write money. Jokes. There was money during the pandemic, like yeah. when they would like send you free money. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's why these people don't want to work. I was like, it's so funny that like two years later, like that that, that no, no, like those two twelve hundred dollar checks did not keep people from going back to work by twenty one. You know, like they might have kept people on the couch for twenty, but they kept saying that of like, "Oh, it's these stimulus checks. Nobody wants to work anymore." It's like, right? How much do you think they were getting, dog? That was like maybe two months worth of money. Absolutely, and also like, just once they stopped giving the checks, everyone went back to work. Yeah, like I don't know what the fuck you think these people are doing. No, it's the the argument started, and it's mostly in the South Mm -hmm. of like. Nobody wants to work at my restaurant for $7 an hour anymore. No one ever Basically, did. minimum wage. People were just like, you know what? I realized during the pandemic that I can either be fucking broke and work 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. or I can be fucking broke and not work 40 hours a week. I think I'm just going to not work. If I'm not going to have any money, I might as well. You know, like if you're making seven fifty an hour, mm-hmm. you're not affording to get to fucking work. Yeah, no, nobody ever wanted to do the things that they were talking about. Like, oh, now no one wants to do them. It's like no one ever wanted to do them, bro. They just weren't like zombies and diseases outside. They, you got that they were like, yo, you're not allowed to come outside anymore. And people were like, well, this sucks too, but at least I'm not working for fucking Tommy Ciro's. You know, fuck that guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, Changing lanes. I would like to talk about the orcas uh, forming a union. You know about this shit yet? No. Oh, buddy. You know, I think you would be one of the few people that know how big a fan I am of killer whales, right? Yeah. And they're super smart. They learned how to prey on great white sharks, which were basically an apex predator from literally the dinosaur days like great whites are just megalodons that only shrank because their food sources shrank and some killer whale like they are able to teach each other stuff so when one figures some shit out Mm -hmm. they teach the others in their pod which is what a group of killer whales is called well I think a group of all whales are called pods and dolphins as well which just to be true to the game, which we normally don't do in this show, but uh, killer whales are actually dolphins. You know that? No. They're just the biggest species of dolphin. No. Uh, I thought they were fish. No. The, the, all, all of the above are mammals. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, killer whales are actually just the biggest species of dolphin. They are, however, supposedly the only um, dolphins that don't rape and kidnap, which the rest of dolphins do, as you and I both know. But that's not what this is about. So, killer whales tend to just do the smartest shit on Earth, and then if one of them figures it out, they teach the rest of their homies that stuff. And because so many of them are, like, tracked with, you know, markers and devices... You know, they got clipped with. Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists are like, oh shit, the whole group, know, the whole pod knows how to do it now. So, you know, they learned how to prey on, kill, and eat great white sharks, which no one had figured out since the days of dinosaurs. Um, but their new shit is they're wrecking human boats. Oh. And it apparently, I'm assuming. That the reason they know this is because um, the per the not person the the whale that stu- the dolphin the killer whale that started it uh, was must have been being tracked. It's the only way I can figure out that yeah. they know this. But basically, it starts from this one that they call Gladys, and uh, Gladys started teaching the rest of her pod 
Like, yo, let's attack and sink these fucking boats. And they are riding well, on like, humans. Are right they going now. for like fishing boats that are full of fish, or is there a reason? Like, is there a, a food reason, or is it just for for fun? The, no, the one that I saw the clip of was a yacht. Man. So wealthy person, but not a fishing vessel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, well, so are they doing it for fun? Like, do they do they know? Have any theories? Uh, yeah. So the theory, and we can only speculate on theories. Just speculating on a hypothesis. Um, the, I guess it's the scientists that uh, are coming up with these theories. But uh, they were saying that they think it's a result of trauma that happened to Gladys. Uh, that she got fucked up. Like a boat up. hitter? Yeah, like she got fucked up by a boat and she can't let it go. And for whatever, her pot or some rider dies and they're like, yeah, let's do this for Gladys. Uh -huh. And... Uh, and apparently they have sunk something like three or four boats thus far. Um, awesome. Honestly, I'm with it. Like, I don't, I do enjoy boats. I enjoy the ocean and other various bodies of water. Uh, you know, I, my father, a former submariner, you know. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of with the shits. Yeah. Like, don't you think, like... If humans don't get the fuck out of the water, it's not the planet. Because people keep being like, you're killing the planet. It's like, no, the, the planet's not going to die. The planet's going to kill us because we attempted to murder it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of just how I'm feeling. And if it takes the killer whales uh, to, to accomplish us not fucking the whole shit up, I think that's a good. I think, that's and I'm sure there's some way to set your GPS to like avoid those whales, especially if some of them are being tracked. They'd be like, "Hey, that killer pod's right over there. Let's not go that way." You think that humans can do that, and great white sharks can't? Because okay, great no, whites no. can't. Well, if great whites could put trackers on whales that give off signals, mm, then yes, then they had machines that could read them. Then they probably could. I'm just saying mm. that if that if they're that's trackers, then there's a machine that reads it, and you can have that on that's your a boat. Good point. We could sell that. Right, but regular people don't have the information for, no. like, whale scientists and shit like but that. But I'm guessing they probably know where these whales are. You know, like, at least the general area of the ocean. The scientists? Can put, yeah. Absolutely. So they could put, like, a little, I don't know, some, some cones floating. Don't come over here. Right. But some buoys. Orcas are way too fucking smart, bro. Also. And uh, how does SeaWorld keep catching them? Ooh, no, I would question. think that that whale. You think that they That's, would they would figure out like fishing. You're hard to argue with because you think that like if there were whales near where people fished, they'd mm -hmm. be like, "Look, man, don't catch the fish. Those guys are gonna bag them all up for us." And right before that bag gets up to the water. That's when we strike. You think sharks would go for like fishing boats oh, and try to go for the nets? Orcas are like they're like, yo, let's let's get after the bag. I would. They're like secure the bag. Like that. Orcas are basically the locks of the ocean. Because that was my first thought when you said wrecking boats. Uh -huh. I thought they'd be cracking, you know, fishing boats right, apart so like, and be like, look at all these fish, dude. These things are full of fish. Because if, if just that, one was full of fish, yeah. then they're going after them again. You're like, ah, oh, this one's full of rich people. They're not very tasty at all. They're like this one's full of caviar. What the article that i read and i read a few headlines but only clicked on one article but what they were saying was that th these were like vengeance strikes that they quote unquote they were like we think it's a result of trauma yeah. bernie sanders is teaching them to go after the rich people they're just yo but uh, and this is why i'm so fascinated people think socialist think no, people think that giraffes are my favorite animals, and they're pretty up there. Because, but people think that because because they're tall. I, well, I paint them a lot. Um, well, you said they're up there. Uh, I see what you did. That's so they can reach uh, the leaves. Yeah, uh, it's just that it's just a, a more difficult, more entertaining thing to paint than like an orca. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I, like orcas and, and polar bears are kind of just my jam and uh part of it is because with with orcas anyway they're just always figuring shit out and teaching it to each other and you know like the whole thing with them preying on great whites is like you've probably seen the whole thing where like if you turn a shark over it basically goes to sleep. Oh, you ever man. seen that? No. 
Oh, really? Uh-huh. You never watched Shark Week? No. Not a mom. You ain't fuck about no fish. So, definitely, it's like, you know, some super caucastic shit. But, like, you know, they'll show, like, the dudes that have no business doing what they're doing. But they'll be like, oh, we got a shark come up here. And then, like, they turn it over so it's belly up. Give it and a handy. Yeah, kind of. But they basically, the shark will essentially, I don't, I don't know that it's all species of shark, but a lot of them, apparently. If you just turn them over so that they're belly up. You give me a handy, I might they, fall asleep. They well, they kind of yeah, they kind of go to sleep. They're, and it, it's called something like uh, tonic immobility or something like that. Like, or, see, as a pesca- tonic immobility or something. Like as that. a pescatarian, I can't watch fish documentaries because I might get attached to them and then not be able to eat them you're later. Not, you're like yo, you're the only thing I have left to eat. Please. A lot of meat eaters ain't watching cow documentaries. Uh, I certainly don't. I no, def- I've never I, heard of one. The bovine. There's a, there's a lot of documentaries that I know I can't watch because my diet will get smaller. Um, but anyway, they turn these sharks over on Shark Week or whatever, and then you can just like pet its belly. It's so yeah. knocked out that you can just pet a great white's yeah. belly. You know what I mean? But somehow, and this is the remarkable part, killer whales figured that out. I don't know if they've been watching Shark Week. I don't know if they just were like in the water and they're like, yo, do you see that? Fucking Ryan Reynolds is painting, petting the shark's belly. Like, what? I don't know how the fuck they figured it out, which is the far more mysterious part. But yeah, that's how they figured out, like, yo, we can we can actually eat them if we turn them over upside down. And uh, so they figured out that if you... You know, whales like to ram stuff. Mm-hmm. You mean so they would ram them from the side, making them turn upside down. But when they would start flipping, they would grab them in their mouth when the belly was up. Mm. So, but you know how sharks have to stay swimming yep. to breathe. They would just hold them there, and since they weren't swimming, the shark would drown. No, oh. and then they're just like, "Ah, right, he's dead now. You guys want to eat him?" And the whole pod would eat this too. Ugh. Like, how gruesome is yeah. that? But also, the fucking sharks have been apex predators for so long that apparently there's a chemical that gets released in their body when they get murdered that alerts other great white sharks. Oh. Uh, like, like, and it gets the orcas high. Frank is fucking dead. Somebody killed him. <laughs> and they run. Yeah. The minute they smell that fucking chemical in the water, they're like, yo, we're out of here. And it was, again, it was from the, the sharks being tracked the same way the orcas are being tracked by scientists. You know what I mean? They were tagged, basically. Um, and, yeah, apparently uh, the first time they know of it happening was right off the coast of Los Angeles. And all of the great white sharks within, like, a 50-mile or so radius swam, just swam. Oh. All the way to Hawaii. You think that to scientists Hawaii, would, would figure out how to like fake that smell, and then let's like pour it in the beach. Hmm. Any beach, like shark, shark attack. Like here, just pour some of this in there. Or here's here's your cologne for going surfing. Oh, surf cologne. People be like, hi. What a brilliant idea. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to gas your head up here, but uh, brilliant ideas is kind of your thing. I don't follow through with. No, you do not I move on to next. Yeah, you you just kind of say brilliant ideas. Yep. You don't follow through. I could start the whole shark-proof industry. First, we got the orca detector. <laughs> now we have surf cologne. Now I got Crocs that have shark hormones built in. <laughs> so when you go overboard. <laughs> Fucking, uh, no, I just, I shouldn't like this. Because, as I said, I like going on boats and I like going into water. Uh, and I could possibly be subject to the orcas yeah. getting after boats, but yeah, you know. I, I do like that they're doing it. I like fish. Who you know, fu- it's fair. Who was going to do it? We weren't. No. That one walrus. <laughs> Remember that walrus? That was, then they killed her. Yeah. They apparently, made a, apparently the environmentalist people made a statue of that walrus and put it at that dock. So there's like a statue now of the dead walrus that got euthanized from sinking boats. Yeah, no, and in, uh, I just recently saw like um, the, croc- the crocodile that um, 
eight arm. Fuck the yeah, fuck that eight the dude's arm, and it's like, dude, he he wasn't in your crib. You were in his, yep. and then they were like, well, then they brought him somewhere and uh, humanely euthanized him, and it's like, nah, dude, like no. You're killing a crocodile for being a crocodile? But now it's had the taste for people. I'm like, get they, they all do. They don't give a fuck what you are. If you move, they're going to take a bite. They don't give a fuck. And it's a fucking dinosaur. That's blood. the thing. Is it, it has no reason not to take a bite. It's going to see what it tastes like. And like you ain't going to stop it. It don't know about no guns. You shoot it. It's not going to make a fucking difference. It's an alligator. Stay at the fuck swamp. Get the fuck out the Everglades. Yes. Yeah. Knock it off. Like Crikey. Get off the fucking planet, blood! Like, get the fuck out of here! Like, well, well Florida, I, you know, like this parts of the, you know, you know, like alligators, they ain't gonna bother me none. I don't have a problem with alligators. No, because we live in the mountains. Yeah. But also, like, if you get fucked up by like a bear or something, I will say there was once when I, I was don't in, think, I was yo, in if, Costa Rica, okay, and we were near. There was like a what's the word for it? It is a word when the ocean and the fresh water meet. Okay, I was in one of those areas. Brackish. Brackish. I was swimming. It was like a creek met the ocean. It was really nice, warm water. We were just swimming mm-hmm. in there having fun jumping off the edge gonna mm-hmm. come out sitting there having a drink i see four crocodiles just slide down the other side i'm just like holy fuck i was just swimming with fucking crocodiles like a lot and then you see two more i'm like holy fuck and you didn't know it <laughs> I, wow so glad i didn't die just now mm-hmm. like that would have hurt <laughs> that would have hurt bad getting your legs shredded underwater while you're fucking swimming I didn't know and then 10 was... more come up on that motherfucker i didn't know that they were brackish crocodiles but also i think that uh crocodiles can be Salt water or fresh yeah. water. Yeah. They're right on the edge. I think they can like even thinking about it now scares me again. Like I can't remember I just I was no. Holy fuck. That I, just happened. I almost just shit myself and your story wasn't even very detailed. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, no, I don't like, like fresh water. I don't like natural water. I've always been scared shitless of natural water that I can't see you all mean, the like way of any kind, like if salt water, fresh water, brackish water. If it's what I've seen of the Caribbean in mm-hmm. photographs, right. that looks fine. If I can see the bottom of the water, like the, the floor of the ocean. Oh, like if it's like blue, clear, crystal. Totally cool with that. Like at the pool. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. If I if I if it's brown, uh, mm-hmm. fuck you. The ocean, I don't know what's in there. I grew up in uh, basically brackish water. Like I spent two weeks out of every summer uh, swimming in the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. Uh, my pops out. My pops basically his backyard ends right at the chesapeake bay like he has a pier you know what i mean and uh definitely there were some incidents with uh really big like jellyfish aka seals i got fucked up by jellyfish at ocean city yeah they'll get you also i've stepped on a couple of horseshoe crabs which are also fucking dinosaurs so like i don't mean fucking dinosaurs but you get what i mean um yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like, brackish water isn't necessarily brown, but it's a dark green. Yeah. Uh, and uh, while there are not specifically crocodiles in the Chesapeake, there's still a lot of mysterious shit that's going on in there. And uh, I'm not super stoked. It never it never stopped me yeah. from doing it. Uh, but I think also that is because it's like, you know, when you're a kid... You don't. You just kind of think you're immortal or something. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um. All right. You want shift lanes? Sure. Um. You want to go? DeSantis premier shits the bed or Stuart Rhodes gets all the all the years. Eh, they're similar because when DeSantis <coughs> shit the bed, announcing he was going to be president. Okay, like you know, if anybody don't know, DeSantis decided that he would do his announcement on Elon's Twitter. And so, but also not video. What no, was up with that? It's 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 a weird part of Twitter that's like these. <coughs> it's kind of like podcast, but it's like these. They're called Twitter rooms, and it's like four mm-hmm. or five people are all zooming in with just audio mm-hmm. to talk. Which it's called a group call. We did that. <laughs> Said shit. the guys on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not zooming in. But also, we're not running for president. So now the guy that's in charge of Twitter's tech quit the next day. And put out this statement that was like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to say there were two Twitters before and after. Yeah. That's all he said. But he basically, they got like that's clear though. A hundred thousand people came or 500,000 people came into the room and it entirely crashed. 
which it used to be able to take up to a million and not be a big deal. So it and it crashed, and then they finally got it back running, and they had a hundred thousand in there. And it what it I would do it, it that with the volume the whole time, yeah, like no, cutting was, in and out. I only heard clips, but it was super bad. But one of his announcements he made as he was saying he's going to run for president was that he would pardon everybody in January six. Yeah, where I'm like, what? Like motherfucker. Like, but I honestly think that you should be arrested for saying that. Like, I think, honestly, I, I hate to, to go that far, but, like, the f- you don't get to right, vote anymore, fucker. You, you don't need to arrest him because that's why he can't win. I was just having a debate no, with, with a co-worker recently about, like, you can't be the imitator of the dude whose spot you're trying to take. Yeah. And take shots at him at the same time. Yeah, you follow me? Like basically, he he needs Trump's crowd in order mm-hmm. to get even well, on, he said on he, the level. He said he would pardon Trump for any of the crimes that he's currently up on. His whole his right, whole thing was how, he was trying to say. Run, but how look, are you running against him? Well, if you're like, I'll pardon him. Well, that's what he's saying. He's like, look, that guy is going to go to jail. So vote for me instead. I'll do all the same things, and I'll get him out of jail. Is, is kind of what he was saying. He was basically saying, no, like, I, I'm just like Trump. I'm going to let him out. But, hey, he's got these problems that he can't win with. And that's what he was trying. That's what they I, told him to say for I that I agree reason. with you that that's it what didn't he work. was doing. I just don't think you can win that way. No. You either have to basically out-Trump him or just do something else. But the general vibe that got Trump in you know, mm-hmm. it isn't it isn't here anymore. Like the the Q movements, the size of the Q mm-hmm. movement, and how that group was congealing. Like it got congealed, and then most of them were like, "Well, I don't like each other," and they all kind of exploded. Right now, Republicans are infighting like a motherfucker. Texas, the Republicans finally got the fucking balls mm-hmm. to impeach their fucking attorney general, who they have proof of two bribes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. two guys basically out of the AG office, mm-hmm. Ken Paxton in Texas came out, and also. Mm-hmm. All the Republicans that support him, they're saying, General Paxton. I'm like, no, no, he's A.G. Paxton, okay? The general manager isn't the general. The attorney general. Are they trying to do a general Paxton? He's the general attorney. He's not. Attorney general. He's like the lieutenant governor isn't lieutenant, okay? Right. He's a lieutenant governor. Attorney general isn't a, the general of all the attorneys in Texas. Right. He is the general. Attorney like, general. Like the. Attorneys he is the, general. I cover all the, the law shit for Texas. Mm-hmm. Like general in the general way right like, like meaning all the shit meaning all the basic stuff yeah. not meaning like the highest member nobody of the military. salutes his ass right that's not what an attorney Absolutely. but so that guy he right he, that's why it's attorneys general he has had two or three cases against <laughs> him that he keeps kind of dodging and then he bribed some dudes bribed him they paid him mm-hmm. some money in a law in a case didn't come to trial Mm-hmm. Two guys from his office that were also Republicans came forward and were like, look, man, this guy is breaking a lot of laws. So he fired them both. What is this dude's name? Do you know? Paxton. Kenneth Paxton. Ken Paxton. And Why don't I know this? That's weird. The attorney. Like something I would know. He's, he's been out. He's, he's been suing Biden since, like, for everything. Anything Biden does. He was one of the first people to sue for um, Trump losing the election to say that there was fraud and then lose a case. Like, I know. remember that happening. But, I just don't remember his name. Well, he bribed two dudes. Or two dudes. Somebody, somebody bribed him. He dropped the case. Whistleblowers came forward. With whistleblower protections, he fired them both. Mm-hmm. So they sued because you can't fire them. Brought their case forward. Texas saw the case and was like, oh, yeah, he bribed those dudes. And he paid, they, Texas paid them $3.3 million mm. for their case for wrongful termination. And then it just kind of got brushed under the rug while the investigation happened. The investigation just Wait, came because out. because they were employees of his. Yeah. And they, that's, they blew, I guess that's kind of the federal whistleblower blow on a dude. Yeah, they had info, but and so so they they made they did the investigation. It came back to the Texas House, and it was mm-hmm. like here is all the proof of all of his illegal doings. So they were like fuck, and they came forward and were like, okay, the investigation came back. So Ken Paxton comes out the next day, and he's like, the Speaker of the Texas House, that GOP guy I worked with for years, he's a drunk. He's always drunk. He's drunk right now. When he's in, he's when he made that announcement earlier today, he was drunk. He drinks all the time. Oh, I think I did. And, and they so, played a recording of him being uh, no. drunk on the floor, right? And then Paxton came back. I, they might have. I didn't keep easy. Paxton came back and was like, um, or no, the, the speaker came back at him and was just like, you know what? You're impeached. Clink. They did that yesterday. Clink, clink. Gavel down. He's being impeached. Right. He's no longer. It just means you're on trial. trial. It doesn't mean you're. He can no longer do your job. job. It yeah. does for him. He's, he's suspended until he can prove that 
he didn't do the things that they have proven Wait, him Wait, don't doing. they have a, a trial for that? Yep. He's suspended until the end of the trial. He can't keep right. being the attorney general during this. Well, that's fair, I feel. Because he has like five assistants, I guess. Also, if it is the clip that I heard about like dude being uh, drunk on the air and far well, I'm being sure from me to point that finger right now. But uh, what I will say is that guy couldn't even pronounce his words. If it's the same dude that I heard, like it was bad. I don't see why he wouldn't it be. It's bad. like I can see in a state house where it's like even and there's stuff to do, but in Republicans run Texas State House. They ain't got to do shit. They're just like, governor's like, here's a bill. They're like, cool, here, pass, next. You know, they don't give, they don't, mm-hmm. he ain't got to stay sober and compete or anything. But that's happened. Now, that's the thing is there's this huge infighting going. Fucking Ron, Ju- Don Jr. was attacking DeSantis all weekend. So, like, the Trump base is just getting constant reminders from Trump and his children that fuck DeSantis. He fucks with private industry. And, like, both of them are gonna f- gonna just destroy each other. Right? No, I just I don't I don't think that it matters. No, I don't think they're gonna destroy each other. I think that fucking Trump is going to fucking dog DeSantis. And the thing is, and I've said this before, he he can't really strike back be in a meaningful way. Because he needs that base. No, but why? Why would he strike? His why would he strike back? Wouldn't he just have five super packs do it for him with without his name being anywhere near it? That's what's going to happen. That is one strategy and that, the people, that could be taken. And yes. now the people behind him mm-hmm. are the Murdochs. Straight up, that's it. Right. But that's they the end of sentence. They but I'm saying him. he's not real. Yeah, but they have the money and the bullhorn. So like. Okay, Trump has money from everything. Everything he does, people send him money. Mm-hmm. That's just he's got the money for the campaign. If he decides to spend it and not keep it for himself, and then DeSantis mm-hmm. is going to be out there campaigning, and Disney number one is going to be putting out like I don't know who put that ad out about DeSantis. Now the same thing, Fox is going to be doing that same yep. shit to fucking yep. Trump left and right. Now Fox, I personally think they don't want a Republican to win. They don't give a fuck. They're fine. They to them if if the Obama years were the most incredibly profitable for them in the last thirty or forty. So like Trump didn't help them. Trump gave them nothing. Trump destroyed them. Honestly, Trump like was was president when they went from being this huge company to this tiny little company that everybody hates now. You know? No, like, no, I, I agree. But they thought they wanted him. And then it turned out yeah. bad for them. Well, no, even in the beginning, you they watched about it. No, they helped. They they did. In look at, like I say, there's there's a bunch of shit out about it. But it basically, Jared went to the went to the Murdochs first and was like, "Here's what we're trying to do." And they were like, "No, oh, we'll see." And if even by the end, like Mur- there was a whole thing near the end where like mm-hmm. if somebody's running for Republican office mm-hmm. somewhere in New York, there'll be a fancy hotel where that guy will sit in a room that's big enough for 500 people mm-hmm. and talk to Rupert. And like mm-hmm. every, and you even watch Fox, any Fox movie or documentary, there's this always a scene before a guy wins where he's sitting in a room alone with Rupert having that one talk they finally have before they get to be president. And Trump right. and him apparently type screamed yeah. at each other during that. Like the whole time, Trump was like, you don't know shit. And Rupert was like, look, little fucker, here's your money. Here's mine. How do you not see that I'm much bigger than you? And he was like, I'm Trump. And he was like, oh, fuck, this isn't going to go good for me. Yeah. And that's the thing. So now Rupert's like, fuck him. Is it like, fuck both of those dudes? But the truth is, Trump was right. That's why, yo, that's why. He would have been right if he had a second term. He was, no, he was right at least as far as it went. Because right now, like what you had said earlier about the whole Republican Party, they're like, they're in a crossfire hurricane I'm super mad I just said that out loud. Um, but Whatever, Mick Jagger. You, yeah, but you get what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they're all just infighting and destroying themselves. And the reason is because Trump is right. Fucking Rupert is used to being like Knowing. the head. Yo, he's basically the great white shark that got fucking yeah. ate up by the killer whale. Yeah. He wasn't expecting that shit. Everything he knew was right. But what Trump said, he's like, yo, I'm a spaz and I can do it. He was right. Yeah, He was a spaz and he did it. I'll just say there's 
if Rupert had wanted Trump to have a second term, there's a good chance he would have. You know, absolutely, they wouldn't have called Arizona that night. That's for fuck sure. You know, especially after. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, especially keeping up on a succession, you see how they do it. But like, they wouldn't have called Arizona that night. Right. They, they they wouldn't. They may not have done it first. Yeah. And it is a weird thing that they did it first. But the outcome is the same either way. Yeah. If CNN calls it first, if MSNBC... Yeah, but I meant, but it would have been so much bigger than that because months beforehand, they would have been mm-hmm. talking about how great Trump was all day long, and they were just kind of avoiding it during the, the election. What, Fox, you mean? Yeah. Like, they, like I said, they were done with Trump. They, they, were, they, had, they, were, they did not want him to win I think again. they were hoping to be done with Trump, but they weren't fully stepping on the gas. No. Like they were like, yo, if 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 he fails, we're gonna. No. And you remember for a minute after, not just the election, but January sixth. Yeah, it was like for a minute they, they were like, to, oh to- man, fuck him. And then, yo, it was. I want to say, and correct me if you think I'm wrong here on the timeline, but I, I want to say it was when McCarthy went down and sucked his dick in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. That was when Fox was like, okay, we're all back on board now? Like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, McCarthy wasn't even Speaker of the House back then. No. <laughs> that, that election was still like a year or two away. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's super weird. I just heard about this great thing. There's a, a company from, I want to say Moldova, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those countries Teeny near Russia, country, yeah. that it's the DR. Be the 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 Trump rebate banking system, okay? Mm-hmm. And they started apparently all over Facebook. If you're into Trump, you're going to get these ads that are like, you know, when Trump gets when when Trump finally gets back into office and takes away this fake election or whatever, mm-hmm. the money systems are going to change, and only these Donald Trump coins are going to be worth money. So they started selling these like little gold mm-hmm. Trump coins that are apparently like hundred thousand dollar coins and actual money like actual bills like donald trump dollars Mm -hmm. and credit cards that you would get people actually paid like a hundred dollars for this credit card and they were told when trump finally gets rid of biden and takes back over your hundred dollars will be worth a thousand so they basically kind of took the bitcoin scam and were like how can we make this stupid enough for people that vote for trump it's been working it's i want to say like yeah and that's worrisome like four to seven hundred million and it's mostly Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, and like Deep South people. And a lot of it is like, yeah, my grandma just spent $10,000 on these damn Trump coins. And I had to take her to the bank to show her. The bank person being like, no, ma'am, that's not money. That's, that's a scam. You've been robbed. And they're like, thing. fuck yeah. you. The real patriots will finally be paid off for this. And that's how they all talk. That's like part of the, the, the marketing is the real patriots. Right. I'm like, if you say real patriot... You're a fucking racist. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's a racist thing to say. For sure. But but here's no matter the thing. What color. This is not a story about a bunch of foolish assholes. This is a story about people we should be worried about. Well, the thing is, these scams are working so good because they're not happening in great numbers. Not enough people are getting uh, fucked by this for the, the feds to care so they don't notice until the end. And they're stopping it now. But that's the thing is like it's it's not. And this is the thing. It's like you can go look at Google Trends and they have Mm -hmm. charts for the last 12 years. And everything Republicans are into is falling the fuck off. There was a big wave when Trump was coming. We were just talking about the whole PC thing and Mm -hmm. getting canceled. Like that was blowing up during Obama really big. Right. And it's not that it's passed. But I think a lot of the people bitching about it the most have kind of faded off. Because there was a moment there where there was this young group of guys like. The, the Proud Boys kind of guys that were mm-hmm. like, but I want to say these words that are offensive, and, and that was right. like a big wave of like super into that. Yeah, Fuck you! They were like, I'm gonna yeah. stay. I'm gonna keep being yeah. childish. And then they hit 18 or 19 or 20. And we're like, oh, I need to get. I'm never gonna get pussy I if think, I keep talking. Like right. An I don't think that was the thing. I think they saw people getting locked the fuck up over it well, and, and just growing up and things change is that a lot of it was 15 year old boys that are playing video games are gonna call each other derogatory names right. and then eventually when it, they grow up you know maybe like you know, I, right. I made jokes you, about Rolaids when I was in in middle school and fucking you know and then I grew up I'm not saying Rolaids but that was a joke back no, in the day no I, 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 I understand if you got a wheelchair and you had yeah. AIDS yeah, 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 I understand that was just the thing That was, AIDS was a new thing everybody's afraid of it they're gonna make jokes about it 
you know, like yeah, or anything derogatory. Farts no, no, are funny. No, it's it's debatable to say like, do you grow up or do the times change around you, or are the both of those things the same thing? Right. But, but farts are always going to be funny to a certain no, age. No, farts are definitely always funny. Or whatever. That, that's true. To a point. There's that one fart you smell well, at one no, point in your life where you're like, oh, that ain't funny no more. Right, but the harm... I think you're sick, man. The harm that is done unto others by farts is a lot different than AIDS jokes. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I agree with you. It is... Um, it's either debatable or it's like those two things meet in the middle and that's why you grow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of agree with you there. But um, but I also don't think that uh, those people are no longer dangerous. I think that uh, it's been there for a lot longer than we realize because it hasn't necessarily been covered. And by I mean those people like kind of the extreme, right? Right, that's that's what we're saying. Like, I had no idea. Did you know that they were some of the first people on the internet? I didn't even know that. Like, did you know the internet existed in like the eighties? Not. I mean, it 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 didn't really. No, not in the way that we know no. it now. But yeah, bulletin boards but started it, it, up yeah, in the late seventies, and then they and the started first being, people that were up on it was or like surprisingly like clan members and people like that where you're like yo i thought these were some ignorant fucking hillbillies and you're like yeah they were up on the internet way before you buddy one yeah but so were every no i mean every fringe every, you know, right so it wasn't it wasn't you know, just them you know like, i'm not saying just them but like that's yeah commodore 64 had a modem you know like right but even if if you were like yo the clan had one of the first four rockets launched into outer space. You'd be like, yeah. "Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's surprising. It's it feels very advanced for mm-hmm. right wing racist white power extremists to be like some of the first people up on the internet. Yeah, way before you and I ever knew what the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And even if you're saying bulletin boards, it's like." Still, yeah, they were there before yeah. you were. No, I mean it wasn't internet, you know. But they it was got like, to Mars before you did, blood. <laughs> hey, I was on the Thrasher BBS. Oh, I wasn't on any of that shit. Nah, I did it for like about it was like a few weeks, and my mom got like, "What the fuck happened to the phone bill?" And I was like, well, "You got to pay for that shit." Mm. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that long distance call I made to California lasted five hours. Mm. Good chance it could have been that. Yeah, and that she was been. like, "You use that at school." <laughs> I was like, "We're sorry." Yeah, cheat your teachers out of their paycheck, not me out of mine. What kind of time we got there? I think we're we're at the end.